It's a hockey show for you, the best fans in the AHL. Comets Insider on 94.9 K-Rock. Brought to you by Pathfinder Bank, Slocum Dixon Medical Group, and by Labatt Blue. Held by McMaster in front of McEwen, trying to twist his way to the net. Squirts out to Boucher, and he scores! on the near side wall. Reaching in, Woods is letting him fly with the right. He absolutely pummels a senator. That looked to be bolsters as Woods has another shove for him. And they again tangle up on the near side in front of the Comets bench. It was Schlappick who had delivered one too many to Brendan Woods. He'll make his way down the tunnel and into the dressing room to the ovation of the Comets crowd. Served the penalty for Woods. Stands in the box. The door swings open. And Utica kills seven straight minutes of penalties. It's time to go top shelf at the 72 Tavern and Grill. It's Rain Man and Scoop. That was key. And I tell you what, when Woodsy uh, had his scrap and he, he went into the tunnel, I was standing there and he walked by. He was a little bit, you know, jacked up, obviously. And he winked at me. I was like, all right, man. That was a good fight. <laughs> Utica Comments Insider, 94.9 K-Rock Rain and Scoop, and Darren Archibald are here, courtesy of Labatt Blue, Slocum Dixon, and Pathfinder Bank. We're attached to the Adirondack Bank Center in the 72 Tavern. We'll do this every Monday. This is the second time this season. Scoop, it was a great weekend overall. We had Fan Fest. We had the boys back in town. It's good to have Archie back and everybody else. A rough night opening night. We'll break down some of this, obviously. The 7-3 loss to Toronto. But we had the Belleville game and a 3-1 to win. Darren actually had the empty netter at the end, so he got the first one out of the way. Felt good. Yeah, those are always nice. I'll take an empty netter any day. <laughs> Get the first one out of the way. Then there's no pressure. Hey, I scored already, right? Yeah, exactly. What was the fight? What did Schlappick do that set uh, Woods off so badly? You were over there. Kind of you were around the, the scene. This was all brewing. Yeah, I think it... Uh, kind of dates back to last season a little bit and then even earlier in the game I was kind of fishing for a puck in the crease and he had jumped on my back and was kind of pushing my head into the ground and I was trying to get after him then and uh yeah I couldn't really see what Woodsy was was doing to him because I uh I was tied up with another guy as well with my gloves off and uh the last kind of cut the last five seconds of it it was Woodsy was kind of laying a beat down on him and bad uh, yeah he was you never see Woodsy like that too often he was no he's such a nice guy in general but yeah he, he was heated and I saw it from the tunnel, and then and then he got back up, and, and Woodsy shoved him back down, and I think that's got to be what led to the seven-minute power play. You don't often see it weighted like that, seven to, a seven-minute power play for the other team or anybody. It, it's a little bit odd, and that was the key to the game, killing that off. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, usually at least, you know, you're bringing somebody with you in that, in that scenario. Um, you know, it was unfortunate, but... You know, the boys rallied, and that was a huge kill for us to uh, to start the third there. Well, Coach seemed to say after the game that he really thought you guys kind of gelled in the, in those seven minutes of that penalty kill. Like like the light switch went on, and y- you started to do the little things right, and like you, you were really improved at that point. Yeah, absolutely. It, uh, like you said, it was a defining moment in that game. I think we kind of swung a lot of momentum from that. Um, it's not easy to... To kill off, you know, a, a penalty, let alone seven minutes. Um, 
you know, you have, you know, kind of three different units going at it there. And, you know, even from the guys that were on the bench that, that weren't part of the penalty kill, you know, they were rallying behind us too, being very vocal every time we came back to the bench. And, uh, yeah, it was a full team effort. You were doing work in that penalty kill. I mean, I watched, I watched it. And the second thing, Darren, I wanted to tell you is you look faster this year. Did, did you do skating work? I'm not, you, and I'm not saying that you, you didn't improve your speed. I think it was the season prior you said you keyed on that. Mm-hmm. But you look even faster to me this year. Yeah, I did. Uh, I was working with a power skating coach back home a little bit this summer, kind of two, uh, you know, once or twice a week, um, kind of from the second half of the summer on. And uh, I feel like it's improved uh, my skating a lot, uh, a lot of edge work and, you know, kind of stuff you don't get to focus on um, yeah. during the season. It's Darren Archibald here joining us, Scoop and Rain on 94.9 K-Rock for Utica Comets Insider. Yeah, it's it, every season you've been here, this is basically your sixth season, parts of six seasons here. You, you've talked about this before. You key on different things, and it's been amazing to watch you just get better and refine skills within the game. And, I, and obviously that's going to happen with any player. The longer you play, the more work you do, especially with the coaching at this level, and obviously with you uh, with some time up in Vancouver. But it's, no, it's noticeable to me just from a fan perspective, and, and I don't know if you've noticed that as well, but you see little improvements, especially some of the guys that you've seen for a season or two or three or more. Well, there's a lot of growth uh, over the arc mm. of your career in your time here and Vancouver, obviously. I, I was cu- curious. I mean, we were all kind of rooting for you when you were in Vancouver last year and we're happy for you and thrilled for you. But I'm just curious to know, is there a standout moment with the Sedins? Or is there something about that time that like a, a sparkling moment like that was really cool or uh, i mean because you got to be a part of a lot of that it was uh it's definitely something i'll remember for you know the rest of my life it was definitely special to be a part of um you know the last two games of the season uh we had our last our final home game and then you know before our last game in edmonton those two games it was seemed like every time they stepped on the ice and touched the puck there was a standing ovation um, you know, sold out arena and, you know, even for, um, you know, Danny to score the overtime winner there in that last game at home it, yeah. uh, and all the boys jumped over the bench and we ended up in the other end, um, you know, opposite of where he scored from and, you know, just their kind of victory lap. Um, you know, which uh, it might have lasted 45 minutes. I'm it not sure. It, it seemed like forever we were out there after the game. We but. remember talking about it when it happened last year. We were so pumped up for that. Uh, to be a part of it had to be, yeah, just incredible. You yeah, know. it was uh, it was unbelievable. And, uh, you know, I actually went and got, you know, each of their jerseys from the store and, you know, got them to kind of personalize a jersey each for me that I'll, uh, you know, keep tucked away, uh, you know, keepsakes. Your, the style of game you play, it it works man here where you're beloved we'll talk about you being the mayor of utica but even when you're up there you, you read a lot of stuff on social media or in in the media in general and the fans in vancouver took a liking to you as well they really appreciated the way that you play D- did you get feedback like that when you were there and i mean i'm sure fans will stop you out you're you're a rock star in vancouver too i mean it's a hockey city big time did you notice mm-hmm. those kind of things on a, obviously on a bigger scale than here yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, I just, it's always been a part of my game to try and bring energy and, uh, you know, a very passionate player. Um, you know, I like expressing my emotions after a fight or a goal or, you know, just anything to kind of boost the environment, get the fans into it. And, uh, you know, they seem to take a liking to that. While you were there, uh, 
you know, you had some time with Coach Green here. Uh, some of the things he might have told you when you were up there to help you with your game or something funny he might have said to you. Uh, obviously, he knows what you bring to the table, and that's part of the reason you got up there, and hopefully that's not the last time you're up there. Mm-hmm. But, what, you know, what was it like to be reunited with him for a little while? Oh, it was good. Um, you know, Greener and I have had a pretty good relationship, you know, having him since, you know, for the last four years it was, first four years here. Um, you know, I know what he expects out of me as a player. Um, you know, I know how he coaches and what he what he wants from his team. And, uh, you know, I've kind of really just bought into his system over the last few years. And he's helped me so much develop as a player. Um, you know, he's always been honest with me, tell me, telling me what I need to work on. Um, you know, from my exit meeting last year, he, he was the one that kind of threw out the power skating idea. And um, I used to do a bunch of it back uh, yeah, earlier in my career. And, you know, it's kind of something I got back into this summer. And, you know, I guess it, uh, it paid off a little bit if I, I appear faster. <laughs> yeah, I hope that it didn't come off the wrong way when I no, said it no, to you, Derek. It's just I noticed it. You just had a little more more pep in your step. It's Darren Archibald joining us here, Comments Insider, ninety four point nine K Rock, live from the seventy two Tavern, along with Rain and Scoop. You went through the waiver process, obviously, to get back down here. There's, there's it, earlier in your career, depending on the contract you're you're under, you can go up and down a bunch of times, I guess. But when you face the waiver wire, you could have just all of a sudden. Okay, Vancouver, maybe I go to Utica, but now I could end up somewhere else altogether, and you don't know where that is. Tell me about that mentally, like what you're going through when you're dealing with that over that span of a couple of days. It's nerve-wracking, I assume. Yeah, it's uh, kind of something I haven't really had to deal with um, yeah. before. Um, you know, I... Did you try to block it was, out, not no. think about it? or? Uh, yeah, I was kind of, I remember Greener called me Sunday night a couple weeks ago and told me I was going to be going on waivers in the morning. And, uh, you know, I got a flight out of there the next day. Um, so even just that plane ride home, you know, that's a five-hour flight back home to Vancouver. There's a lot of time to think. And uh, like you said, you could wake up two days later at 12 o'clock and, you know, agent calls and tells you you're going to another team. Um so that uh, you know, when Tuesday at uh, noon hit, and I didn't hear anything, I uh, you know I was happy to be at least come to a place where I'm comfortable with, and uh, and no place better to be than uh, Utica. But you mean that? The comets. You mean that? I do. Though. I do. It's uh, you know, it even dates back to the off season. Um, you know, being a free agent, I could have, you know, I had options to go other other teams, and um, you know, I. Had, I've believed in this organization. Um, you know, I, I've enjoyed my time here in Utica, and uh, you know that that played a huge factor in you know deciding you know what the best fit for me is. And uh, you know, I I figured if I wasn't going to be in the NHL, this is where I'd want to be. Yeah, that's fantastic, and this that's part of why the people love you around here. We joke with you that you could be the mayor, and Mayor Paul Mary did the ceremonial puck drop over the weekend here, and it's funny. People have joked for me because I've been on this radio station for 22 years that I could be the mayor of this town. And it's actually been a joke, on, and we've talked about it. I've talked about it with the mayor on the air before. But I'm telling you what, if you ran, and I said this to you last time we talked, it's, it's an amazing, amazing response you get from the fans around here, the hockey fans. It's got to blow your mind. Maybe it'll be a second calling for me after I retire. Maybe I'll have to come back. Well, take, I was take already your talking time. to Eshi. Maybe he'll run my campaign for me. Take your time. We'll help. I'll help you out. You need a lieutenant mayor. Isn't that how that works, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was almost like that empty netter was the the perfect cherry on top of the ice cream sundae. I mean, they roared for you 
you know, when you when you got introduced. And then the roar at the end of the game. It's just like it was a hard-fought game, a hard-fought win. And for you to get that was the perfect way to end it, I thought. Do I mean, you, do you notice it on the ice, too? You have to notice the difference. The volume increases. It's, it's kind of hard to hear on the ice sometimes. I think, you know, just the glass. Um, sure kind of blocks a lot of it but uh you know it's definitely noticeable um the guys definitely notice it uh the kind of pitch change yeah you know, when i come out so when, when coach green gives you that call that hey we're gonna put sean waivers uh, does he try to reassure you a little bit does he does he say hey look man I, I i love your game and you know we're hoping you go through waivers we really want you to stay in the organization what what is the tenor uh, what, how's that phone call sound and feel like is he supportive yeah he was uh, he's always been supportive um you know he kind of told me they had tough de- decisions to make um i know it, it wasn't easy on them um you know he he was hoping that i wasn't going to get picked up and, and stand in the organization and uh you know kind of just said to you know focus and you know get off to a good start and and play my game essentially and uh you know you never know what can happen you know it could be up in two weeks could be a couple months but uh you know it's it's on me just to be prepared and ready for you know if that call comes again did a young guy like goldobin perhaps um ask you for advice with regards to coach green and how he likes things and did you find yourself i mean obviously you're on a team with the sedines mm-hmm. and i would imagine they're like a, a mentor for everybody on the team but did you find yourself in that role at all where maybe you were helping some of the younger guys out who maybe weren't so familiar with coach green yeah probably more so last year uh goldie and i were in the living in the towers above the rink when we both got called up towards the end of the season so we were going out for lunches and dinners together and uh does he still have the thousand dollar gucci purple shoes I don't even know. Want to know what that guy's wardrobe costs? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> that, He's that, always got something flashy on. Yeah. He knows socks for the for the walk in on the red carpet last yeah. year. That was a highlight. People had brought that up the other day when you guys were walking in. And, and we were broadcasting a year later. He's notorious yeah. for it down here now. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's definitely got uh, quite the personality to him. Um, but yeah, him and I had a lot of conversations. You know, being a young kid, just trying to help him through. Uh, you know, any questions he had, uh, nothing specific. Just you know, trying to be a, an older veteran guy that can provide leadership. Uh, you know, to somebody younger than me and somebody that you know went through that process already. Darren Archibald here on you. On Utica Comets Insider with 94.9 K-Rock live from the 72 Tavern, 7 to 8 every Monday. Rain Man and Scoop here, courtesy of Labatt Blue, Slocum Dixon Medical Group, and Pathfinder Bank. We've got to go to a break. Before we, we go, I want to leave everybody with a cliffhanger. Following you on social media, Archie, I believe I saw a diamond ring this summer. <laughs> Can we ask you about that? But we're going to leave everybody hanging yeah. until after the break. That's next with Darren Archibald right here on 94.9 K-Rock. From down there on the ice, who do you think really made a difference in the first period? Definitely the hockey players, Chrissy. They were the ones who got all the scores. And then you got the goalie wearing every pad in the world and baseball gloves. He's working very hard, too. Let's do that hockey. Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill for Comets Insider. It's Rain Man and Scoop. Adjacent to the Adirondack Bank Center, every Monday night we are here talking Comets hockey. I'm Scoop. He's Rain. You know that guy. He's been on K-Rock, I don't know, a year or two now. And we're with Darren Archibald. We love this guy. We've been talking about how you can run for mayor in this town. Uh, and, you know, 
you do really love being here. When you said in the in our last segment that you know it was good to come back to a place you were familiar with, organization you're familiar with, this kind of fits you well. You know, I mean, and you have. You, the arc of your career, you really have improved your game over the time here, so why not? I, mean, I can understand it would be a little bit nerve-wracking. You might be apprehensive to go to another team, somebody, uh, some coaches that don't know your game as well, what you can do. And these guys have always seen in you where you could go, and it's, it's paid off for you. Yeah, this has been the only uh, organization I've been a part of. Um no, it's always a smooth transition coming back here. You know, we've done this show many a times over the years. True um, story. You know, it's a, it's a, a great spot to play. Uh, it seems like, uh, you know, every year something new has been added, done to the city, and, you know, they've done a tremendous job around just uh, kind of revitalizing the area. Um, you know, huge difference from the, for the inaugural season. Um, yeah, I just, I love coming back here. Um, you know, especially this year, it's smooth transition. I moved back into the exact same apartment I was in last wow, year. How about and, that? Uh, yeah, it's like I never even left. Well, there are some new things in your life. Uh, you've showed us uh, new ink in the past. Might there be any new ink? Did you get a, a Canucks tattoo or something? No, uh, no new ink yet. <laughs> I'll, uh, probably within the next couple of weeks, though. So oh, we might have to get on again next month. You're thinking about it. Okay. Yeah, we'll get you back on here anytime oh, you yeah. want. If you want to come on with us, Darren, you're welcome anytime. Oh, you, 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 gotta, you call me, I'll be here. you got to call your guy. Who did this for you? I forget. You told us uh, it was a season or two ago. Yeah, yeah as a uh, buddy of mine, Joe Zielinski, over at uh, Incorporated Tattoos. It's uh, not far from it's actually not far from here, right? Uh, yeah, he used to be up on Genesee, uh, where the new Modus restaurant is. Yeah. He's just over, um, just above the train station now. Yeah. Um, oh, I forget what the building is. It's right across from the, the OD building. Yeah, absolutely. No, right we know right what you're yeah. talking about. Yep. Uh, DMV's in there, too. You have to deal with anything with your license. I don't yeah. know if you have a <laughs> New York State license or not. So we left the cliffhanger, though. I saw a diamond ring on a beautiful young lady's finger. And that means to me, you're engaged. I am. That's fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Uh, what's her name? Lindsay. And she's not here yet. No, she's uh, she's still back home. Um, she's kind of waiting to get settled here, and uh, she'll be coming next week after a road trip in Toronto. And she's currently listening. She's currently listening. Is she got our app or she's streaming at <laughs> krock.com? I have no idea. As I was walking in the door, she was asking me what radio station was and uh, she's got the he's got I the Apple her, watch on and he got a text. Yes. We'll see if we can get one during this uh, second segment. Darren Archibald, nice enough to join us again as he alluded to many times he's been our guest on Comets Insider here at 94.9 K-Rock. We're live at the 72 Tavern. Stop down for dinner, watch the interview live. It's scoop and rain. So other than that, it's Columbus Day today in America, but in Canada, your native land, it is Canadian Thanksgiving, right, Scoop? Yes, it is Canadian Thanksgiving That's today. Right. Was there any observation uh, of that among your teammates, or did you have a special dinner today? Or? Uh, no, I uh, I watched through pictures from my fiance at her family's dinner last night, and um, kind of lived vicariously through that yeah we uh the boys usually celebrate the american thanksgiving we usually get everybody together with all their wives and girlfriends uh somebody usually hosts at their house uh, has enough room and we usually cook a big turkey and get all the boys together all right where's the first place you went to lunch since we're talking about food when you got back in town and i asked that because i've run into you in bite a couple of times 
Did you go there or That's somewhere? That's the first place. Was that the first place? Yeah. I went, uh, well, I got into town Wednesday night, and I went Thursday morning before I went to the rink to grab a breakfast burrito and a coffee. Looks like it looks like uh, you're getting free lunch next time you go into Bite. Where else do you like? What are some of the other uh, little restaurants or diners or shops or places you like to go? Where does now he's going to give them all away and people are going to Comets fans are going to stalk I you and, and look give for away you. my hideouts. A um, couple places that I guess that are generally, you know, a lot of people go to that wouldn't be a big deal. I don't want to give away your secret places, but uh, the boys like faux. Yeah, Foma Kong. Yeah, mm-hmm. we uh, we usually get a big table going there some days after practice. Usually once a week, sometimes twice. The guys are going. Um, had first lunch here today at seventy two. Good menu looks place really good. I'm probably yeah. going to get some takeout yeah. after this. To, yeah, to take, take some, home. Yeah, take some dinner home. Yeah, you guys. There's an old cliche that you hear all the time in all sports, not just hockey. But that's a great group of guys in here. But there is something about the Vancouver organization and this Comets culture. And, and, you know, Eshi Chico always talks about this, that Comets way. But character is very important. And it seems like the Utica Comets have always had a chance. And even with all of the roster fluctuation from season one to season six, and you're, you're the thread that kind of brings that all together, but they're able to bond quickly. It seems like everybody gets along really well in that locker room. I even noticed it in, in the tunnel over opening weekend and i know you're part of that but carter's been here for a while and wacy has been here for a while uh bocker's another one he, yeah. you know he's a veteran but there's these key guys and i mean there's other names that, that i can think of jamie cyphers is another one yeah. that, that i think yeah, of i mean he's a class act uh, another tremendous guy you know we've added to kind of our core group of veteran guys um but uh, you guys together and i don't yeah. think it's anything that you sit there and plan out but just the way you all go about your business and other sports cliche it works here talk about that please yeah it's, uh, like you said you know, there's you know bacher waste banksy um you know, kind of the core group that's been here for, you know, more than two years, I guess. Sure. Um, and have kind of been our core group. And um, to add Jamie Cyphers last year, another tremendous guy with veteran experience, uh, came off a Calder Cup win. Um, you know, we've, it's amazing. It, like, we talk about it, too. We've, year to year, every every single season, it's a great group of guys. Um, you know, we always find ways to, to get together. Um, you know, even with a busy schedule, if we have to go, you know, Tuesday night bowling or and get everybody together. And, um, you know, the other night after the game, we all got together at, uh, you know, one of the guys' places to watch the UFC fights. Um, so it's just little things like that, um, Darren, you know, especially Darren, earlier I j- in the season. I jotted a note <laughs> right there to ask you about that if you yep. watch the fights. Yeah, we had uh, pretty much the whole team out after the big win Saturday night, um, watching at one of the guys' houses. and. It was intense. Will you will you be following Yankees Red Sox now that Houston has moved on? ALCS. Yes, I know you're a Jays fan, but can you root root for either one of those teams being a Jays fan, uh, or do you just hate on the Yankees or the Red Sox more? I don't. I don't hate them. Um, <laughs> I haven't followed baseball at all this summer, actually. Yeah. To be honest, the Jays have kind of been out of it since you know things began, pretty much. And, yeah, uh, for sure. Just haven't really followed baseball too much this year. Um, I caught the end of the ga- the first game. Um, Boston pulled it out, and uh, yeah, it's going to be. I think it's going to go five. Yeah, I think it's going to go five too. I don't know how it doesn't between those two teams. Yeah. Your thoughts on the fight, though. Finish up your thought on the on the McGregor fight there. Yeah, he. Uh, I was looking forward for him, you know, putting up more of a fight. Um, 
at times it was boring we thought yeah. you know i know all the boos all the boys were booing every time <laughs> they they went to the ground um what's his face too i forget on the undercard uh, took his pants off yeah and we it, saw that the, and then he the said he, and <laughs> he said the boys were hot <laughs> so that's why he did it hilarious stuff right? yeah this is an fm rock station we can get away with uh subject matter like right. this. overall though you guys enjoy ufc what it was, else yeah it was uh you know had a great time just getting everybody together um you know it's kind of one of the first nights we've had um you know, usually it's it ends up at the Celtic Harp most nights. Yeah. But, uh, I know the guys know, are notorious for going over there once in a while. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's great just to get everybody together. A few of the guys had their parents there, too, that were in town. And, uh, you know, just team bonding at its finest. Scoop, did the video game band follow from Vancouver? Yes or no? I want to add. What do you think? Yes or no? We're going to ask Darren. Um, Boy, we got some real... Uh you know, like Thatcher is huge on that. It's, it's real popular, but, but I don't know that they're staying up till three o'clock in the morning doing that. You know, I mean, well, I don't we, know that that's necessarily really a problem. Subi was back with Toronto, and Bader was back with Belleville, and I know both of those two were big into video games. But so, yeah. what's what's the answer? What's the deal with all that? Uh, I'm not really sure. I think it was more about guys bringing their systems on the road yeah. and playing in the hotel room. Um, as far as I know, I don't think anybody's done that down here over the last year or two, but uh, or since the Fortnite craze. Yeah, for sure. Um, which I'm not a part of. Me I'm neither. Not on board with that. Nope. Uh, but the new Call of Duty comes out Friday. Yes, I'll I saw getting that. on that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Darren, <laughs> might you get together with the fellas tomorrow night and watch the Vancouver game? I imagine that happens not every game, but you probably are going to watch the Canucks, maybe in groups of four, you know. Yeah, usually, uh, you know, depending uh, what guys have going on, um, you know, we usually like to tune in, um, you know, the odd time and, and watch a game. And uh, we'll see, be seeing what practice schedule is like for the rest of the week. Right. And, uh <laughs> And How early you got to get up, yeah. All right, well, yeah. we want to just remind everybody from Bite, uh, Dare, Dare, you are now engaged, and, and your lady will be down here, and he'll probably be bringing her in for lunch as soon as she gets into town, possibly. Yeah, I'm sure she'll be wanting the grilled cheese and uh, tomato soup. So, yeah, we know all about <laughs> it. Yeah, maybe they'll be expecting you. Be nice, Darren Archibald. Thank you so much again for the time, man. Uh, we got the, the cue to wrap it up. I think it was actually originally three minutes ago, but we like talking oh. to you. All good. Thanks for having me. I'm always uh, always happy to join you guys. We'll shake Darren Archibald's hand. Thanks, Scoop and Rain here down at the 72 Tavern for Utica Comets Insider. We're going to talk to the, the brand-new voice. You heard some of his highlights off the top at 7 o'clock, uh, including calling Darren's empty net goal and the win over Belleville. So Joe Roberts joins us next on 94.9 K-Rock. Utica. Let's do that hockey. Utica Comets Insider. Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill on 94.9 K-Rock. And now... Now our Comets Insider Grind Line with Rain Man the Rocket, Scoop the Cement Head, and play-by-play voice Joe Cujo Roberts. 94.9 K-Rog, as you just heard, Utica Comets Insider from the 72 Tavern, which is attached to the Adirondack Bank Center. Scoop, hello. It's good to be here. This place is beautiful. If you have not been down here to watch sports, you got to check it out. The TV's everywhere. And I came in here uh, for Saturday night's game, and they got these massive beer glasses. Have you seen how tall those beer glasses? The big beers? They're yeah, like. It's a big beer. It's a big TV behind where we're sitting, also. 
It's a real so, big TV. So, you know, playoff, about, baseball, football, hockey, they have the games on in here, obviously. You want soccer. You want to come in during a game. The game's on. They feed it right off of AHL TV. There's 20 TVs in here. Every sporting event is represented. I mean, there's a, on a handful uh, Yankees, Red Sox, the Dodgers game's on right now. You, you want to watch sports, eat some great food in a great environment. This place is spectacular, and we're happy uh, that they've let us do it here this year. Labatt Blue, Slocum, Dixon, Pathfinder Bank. Give us a chance to give you Utica Comets Insider. Got two games under his belt. Joe Roberts is the brand-new voice this season. Some of his highlights featured, of course, as we open things up tonight, Scoop, and he's on the phone right now. Why don't you start us off? Because you get an interesting analytics article that you shared with me today. We read through that. Wanted to ask him about that. It's not something we discuss usually, but I'd love to get Joe's insight on that. Well, uh, the, the piece essentially breaks down the play of uh, Ole Uolevi. Yes. And how he is really good at controlling the puck uh, in, the, in the neutral zone and then carrying the puck over the opposition blue line and how well he is working with Reed Boucher. Uh, he got an assist on one of those goals the other night. And how quietly this guy has had a very strong first two games of the season. And Joe... You're calling the game. I suppose you're seeing something similar. Yeah, you say quietly having a good first couple of games, maybe quietly in Utica, but that might not be the case in Vancouver where people are really watching him closely because he's such a highly touted prospect. Um, you know, he's fun to watch. The first thing you notice about him is that he's a lot bigger than you might have thought he was. He's like 6'2", 6'3", and, uh, and he plays with some toughness, which is usually a tendency of ends uh, of Finnish nationals and that is definitely the case with him and obviously his offensive skills are, are something to be uh, reckoned with because he does control the play but he's good in his own end too along the walls physical presence and then on the power play uh, he can fire the puck he hasn't even had the chance to really shoot the puck yet it's been Reed Boucher's show but as far as distribution goes he's doing just fine with that Joe, he had a, a Corsi score. The Corsi stat is given out. It's, it's the way they rate analytics within hockey of 63%. For those that don't know much about that and aren't stat geeks, and you know, some people are, but most people aren't, that's really good. He, he's just he's able to transition out of the defensive zone. He he carries the puck well through the neutral zone. Obviously, his scoop his attest- play allows other guys on the ice more space. He's he's in essence a quarterback out there, and he really is good at setting others up. Boucher would be that example with the puck where they want it to be able to execute and perform at their best. Reed Boucher has got that shot. That's his specialty. And Ali is able to really just lay it out there for him like a feather. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, no question about it. You know what? That guy's going to have a long National Hockey League career, and, and a lot of people are confident in that. And, um, a lot of people want to know about him and what's going on with him and his development. And, and sure, it's early to tell, obviously, but uh, when you're on the top pairing as a, a young guy like he is, uh, then obviously there's something to be said about what you bring to the table. And let's not forget that a lot of guys who transition into the pro game, especially if you take the North American route, uh, you're playing junior hockey, college hockey, whatever it may be, and then you're thrust into the pros. Well, he played in the top finish league last year, and uh, so he's been playing against men at a professional level for a season. So that definitely makes a difference. There's not very much intimidation for him in his game. Uh, he doesn't play apprehensive. He's kind of pedal to the metal all the way, uh, and it's fun to watch. 
you talked about since Saturday night how loud everything was in there and uh, just the experience as as you felt it, as you lived it. And, you know, it's funny. We listen to these clips back, and just the fans are, are roaring yes. while you're doing this game call. I, I specifically – I wanted to ask you about the whole thing and what it was like for you, but specifically the Brennan Woods traffic melee, which – I mean, the, your call during that, you, the fans are going crazy. You know, it's just, it's absolute bedlam. Yeah, one of the cool things about uh, about this job, as you guys know, is that sometimes uh, you just need to shut up and let the fans do what they do and let them tell the story. Uh, and there were a couple times where I was able to do that. Um, I, I think when we announced Darren Archibald, uh, on Friday night with the whole team, it was just bedlam. And then you have what happened with Brendan Woods. Then you have Archie scoring the empty netter, and, and you know even Boucher scoring 59 seconds into the first game of the season. Uh, you know it's fun to let the fans tell the story over the air, and obviously it's fun to just kind of sit back and listen to the goal horn and listen to the fans and have that. It's almost like a fully immersive experience. You feel it rattle to your core. Um, and that's not something that happens everywhere. And that's what I was trying to relay on the air is that every time you're part of this, every time you come to the odd, every game, you special, something that not everybody has. So it's not something that should be taken for granted. Uh, what's going on in Utica is unique to Utica, uh, and we're lucky to have it. Labatt Blue Slocum Dixon Pathfinder Bank. Sponsoring Utica Comets Insider here live from the 72 Tavern. It is Scoop and Rain on 94.9 K-Rock. Joined by the voice of your Utica Comets, Joe Roberts. Joe, Scoop uh, pulled out a little piece of the interview from FanFest where Adam Pollock had joined us. And we were talking about the sellouts because we're close to the sellout streak. And we wanted to share with you uh, the clip that, that Scoop got together of Adam talking about that, and we'd love to have you respond on the backside. So we're going to fire that back in the studio. Adam Pollock is here, vice president of the Utica Comets. He's stepping in for Robert S. Chico's up to something. I was told, even though it was denied, that this might be a new suit, Adam. No, not a new suit. <laughs> not a new suit? Not a new suit. Not at all last year. We were misinformed. <laughs> as a fan, when I look at the schedule, I always kind of circle those games with the Syracuse Crunch. As VP... <laughs> Uh, what maybe have you circled on the schedule with regards to uh, promotional events or teams coming to town? Or what, what are the things that strike you on the Comets calendar? Well, yeah, obviously obviously the Syracuse games are, are big ones for us. Um, but uh, but then we move a couple, couple weeks in, and uh, Friday against uh, Cleveland, we're going to be hopefully breaking the sellout streak. We got a few more games to sell out, but back-to-back uh, -back sellouts this weekend, and hopefully we set that single-season uh, record. And that would reflect so well on the city of Utica and these fans who are out here today getting autographs, getting pictures with the players, having a great time. That's something we could own. The change this year that I'm obviously a part of as the in-game host, but the Citroen Street team changing the way things are happening with the in-game experience. Uh, why, why did that decision get made? What needed to be changed or, or accentuated by that? Uh, you know, I just uh, figured we needed to change it up, like to keep things fresh and uh, we don't want the same you know performance at Cersei uh, but an idea that Rob had and, and we kind of threw it around all summer and came to light but uh, just you know just kind of keeping it fresh trying to keep the fans engaged we do have an uh, unbelievable fan base here and we want to give them the best uh, that we can absolutely you're doing that Adam Pollock VP of the Utica Comets 
There you go. Go ahead, Joe. We'd love to hear your response to to that starting out. Ob- obviously, you know. Yeah, you're going to be a part of this uh, this sellout streak and setting the record. Yeah, obviously, you know. Start with the sellout streak. Yeah, well, we have to sell the games out first, right? Uh, hopefully, we're on our way to doing that and, and just uh, keep in the back of your mind that, uh, you know, it's exactly what I said on the front side of you guys playing that clip. Uh, every time you walk into that building, you're part of something special, something unique. And so to be able to uh, right now be only one of two teams that have sold out as many games in a row as we have, which I think the number's up to 119 now, to be able to stand alone uh, at the top of that is no small feat. And it's definitely not, uh, you know, it, it, it's from a group's vision and a group's execution and it's just such an unbelievable testament to the teamwork and the hardworking people behind the scenes that make that place tick every day from the people who take your tickets to the people who sell you a shirt inside the team store uh it takes a village and uh it's a darn good village and one that i'm proud to be a part of so the comets app the Comets app is now available. It's one last thing I wanted to ask you about. Joe Roberts joining us here on Utica Comets Insider with 94.9 K-Rock. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. You'll find out all about it at UticaComets.com. Uh, I love it. Download it on my phone already. I know a lot of other people have. I saw quite a few people sharing that on social media. Uh, but talk a little bit more about that. That's just another great thing that this organization, this team, has given to the fans. Yeah, you know, Scoop is the real winner. Now he can take UticaComets.com off his bookmarks. Uh, he can just go into the app. So, yeah, and it, uh, and it saved my homepage. Exactly, yeah, I mean, exactly. So uh, now you can just make this through the app. Yeah, you know, we, we want to make it so that uh, everything that the Comets do, uh, everything that's going on is easily accessible. Uh, nobody, it, it, it's an information age, right? So everybody's jockeying to make sure that they can make their content be delivered in the easiest, quickest, and, and most efficient fashion. And that's something that we want to do too, right? I mean, you know, we, you know, we talk about the sellouts, we talk about the reputation that the organization has, but it's exactly what Adam says. We want to provide people with new. Uh, opportunities to be excited, new reasons to rally around the team, new reasons to rally around the community, and and uh, we thought that was a way that uh, would definitely make it better for everybody, and of course of all ages. Right? We, we want to make sure that we are influencing all ages and all walks of life in our community, and we thought that was a good way to do that. Joe, thanks. Appreciate the time. Love the tailgate party video, by the way, and uh, you scarfing down the half moons, the Comets half moons. Yeah, good. you'll see that it all over you the Comets social media. Uh, Joe, great job, by the way. I have to drop by tailgates. Yeah, I think it's going to have to be a thing. Great job on your first two games. We enjoyed the call. I think you're doing a spectacular job off the top. We'll talk to you real soon uh, next Monday, for example, but... The next game is against the Charlotte Checkers on a Friday, so we'll catch up with Joe down there. This is 94.9 K-Rock and Utica Comets Insider. Scoop and I have a few more minutes left with you, a few more loose ends to tie up, and we'll do that next. I'm here with my main man, and I got to know, how you going to do that hockey? Utica Comets Insider. Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill, it's Rain Man and Scoop. On 94.9 K-Rock. Brought to you by Labatt's Locum Dixon and Pathfinder Bank. We'll be here every Monday night. Come on down, watch the show in person. Listen on the K-Rock app. Listen at krock.com. Who knows which players we'll be be having next week. And, you know, we had Darren Archibald here tonight. And, of course, we're going to have a lot of the stuff podcasted later in case you missed any of it. But he's he's hanging out, still enjoying a Labatt. But you want to watch the game? Uh, We got Yankees Red Sox on down here. You know, this is a place to watch sports. 
a zillion TVs, great food and drink. Did we mention podcast will be available uh, shortly after we get off the air here and every week, of course, so you can listen on demand at your leisure if you're not able to join us down here or listen while it's live. Uh, K-Rock CNY on Facebook and Twitter. Also, Comets Insider is available. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. It's in all those places. We make it readily available, of course. Scoop, I wanted to throw a few names out at you before we wrap things up here, and I wanted to get your thoughts. Obviously, we were both at the games this weekend. I was running around like a crazy person figuring out the in-game hosting, but got to see some really cool, uh, be in some cool places to watch the game and, and to see some stuff behind the scenes that you might not see when you're out in the crowd and the camaraderie of the team and, and to see some of these guys up close and, and the way they're geared in when they walk out to step onto that ice between periods and things like that and just the focus, but yet that they're, they're young guys, they're young men still. There's a passion for this game and one of them that jumped out to me was he only got into the second game. He didn't play the first night, but Petrus Palmu reminded me a little bit. Uh, I, had, I don't know if I've seen the offensive repertoire yet, but he's small, 5'7". Corey Conacher was 5'8". Remember him during oh, season yeah, two? Yeah. Of course, uh, a, a crunchy in, in the Tampa Bay Lightning now, but I, I loved him as a player. Just a small bundle of energy, small compact strong does the dirty work gets into into the corners and the details and he just throws his body around with reckless abandon i kind of i kind of think he might be a little spark plug this year i'm excited to see what we get out of him i I tell you who really impressed me saturday was brendan gaunts 100 percent. and you hear him talk and you see him play and i get a sense that this guy really wants to prove something mm-hmm. uh he's come back from the injury the nagging injury i think he's uh a little stronger he's you know i think he really wants to show the world that he deserves to be in the nhl and man he can score down here so uh, for him to get that goal you know early on in uh, that second period on saturday night such a boost for the team 10 seconds right after a former Comet scores against us for Belleville. Yeah, Joel LeBate scored. You know, it's kind of funny. LeBate and Subi both scored. Yeah. Returning isn't with it, their new teams. Isn't that something? I, I That struck me as well. Uh, Gauntz obviously grabbed his. Boucher uh, he has got three goals in two games. Uh, it's just crazy to watch what he's doing. Zach McEwen has improved his, his mitts, the handles around we, the net. That goal was we, beautiful. We talked to him Saturday before the game. He has another multi-point game Saturday night. Yeah, it's it's just he's just gotten better. He got better all year last year, and he got better in the offseason, and he's just going to keep getting better with experience. And an amazing story with an amazing family, and I'm saying amazing a lot, but it's true. I'm a big Zach McEwen fan, a big, strong kid. He works really hard. And, and he, his future's in the NHL. I mean, that's just a fact. A couple of other names, though, I wanted to throw at Scoop. We got it a minute or so here on Utica Comets Insider with 94.9 K-Rock. Yasik, I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing. McMaster's another one. Uh, Evan McEnany, nice to see him return from what would be his second knee surgery. Because he's a guy, I think, that he might be a call-up because he's already had that experience. Well, we're getting acquainted with these guys like Jesse Graham, for example. Uh, J- Jalen Chatfield's another one. I think his progression through last year, I think he's going to keep building on that. I just see his future being in Vancouver with the Canucks. And then, obviously, we talked about Yulevi 
He's Paul not Lynn, Adam Gaudet, you know. Not going to be here long. Yeah, Adam Gaudet's the other one as far as the forwards I wanted to point out. The skill is there. He's going to score a lot of goals. He is fast. His shot is he's got the shot. He puts it on net a lot. There's just some amazing. I think overall you can move season 2 the Calder Cup run because Vancouver threw us a bone down here and we were we, we were Sven, loaded. Sven Berchi was a big part of yeah, it. Yeah, there were some ringers here that year. But this year, as far as very a very young core developing talent, this is the best they've ever done us down here. And it's going to be a fun season. You're going to see some great young players. We got Charlotte at home Friday night, and then we got two games in Toronto, Saturday and Sunday, a 3-3 three and three weekend. And our Comets will be tested in Toronto, that's for sure. My name is Rain Man. This is Utica Comets Insider from Labat Blue, Slocum, Dixon, and Pathfinder Bank. You know where to find us now. This is 94.9 K-Rock and Scoop always closes us out. Go Comets!